0: Welcome back to Trust Issues. Are you here for the pod or are you here for our bots? That's not a good (laughs) joke. No one needs to hear that joke. (laughs) Should I do the intro? I forget how to do the podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to Trust Issues. This is Sydney. I'm here with Heidi. Hey, Heidi. Hey. Heidi, today you and I were working on finding an episode... Together, but separately. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And for about five minutes, I was really afraid that I wasn't going to find one. But then I did. Because I found a Facebook video that went up on Thursday. I'm just going to describe the Facebook video to you. Okay. It opens. There's a man wearing sunglasses and a baseball cap that's in camo print with an American flag on it. He's got red hair, red goatee. And a giant uh, cross swinging on a necklace around his neck. And he's walking through brush in the Arizona desert. um, And he describes himself as part of something called Operation Backyard Brawl. What? He says that he and his friends have discovered a bunker that is a child sex camp. Um, and because no one wants to come out and secure it, he and his group are going to do it for them. He says, we are going to dismantle it, document everything. We are going to take this underground prison cell, load it on a trailer, drive it down to DHS headquarters (laughs) and drop it off in their front lobby. And then we'll stand there and occupy their lobby until they do some DNA testing and figure out how many kids have come out of this little prison cell.
1: Oh my God. Okay, wait, sorry. DHS, Homeland Security. Yes, Homeland so Security. This is like an anti immigrant thing?
0: It's a lot of things. Okay. He claims that the people operating this sex camp are in, somehow in cahoots with the cartels. Okay. Um, and he. And his friends are, quote, occupying the land out here. And then he says, I hate using that word. It has nothing to do with politics. (laughs) So he takes us, he pushes back some brush, and we see a chair, and we see some kind of crude shelter, and we see, um, like, bungee cords or with loops at the end tied to a tree. And he says, this is a rape tree, and they don't want to talk about these things. He says that whoever was occupying this camp was tying children up in quote unquote, these restraints. Um, he finds a hole in the ground and he kind of crawls into it. And there's a, there's a small opening that leads into this other space. It's a pretty small space with some kids furniture. Um, and he repeats, this is a a child sex trafficking camp. Apparently he found a swing out there and he cut it down. Um, he says, this isn't a normal homeless encampment. Um, this is related to the cartels, um, and we're right in the bottleneck of a huge human trafficking line that goes from Tucson all the way up to Phoenix, which is a sanctuary city. And he says, he clarifies, so we're not out here trying to uh, catch poor immigrants fleeing from tyranny. We're, gonna, we're going after the coyotes. We're going after the cartels. And then he says, uh, we've got our drones up. And, <laughs> if, and he, then he invites people to come down with him. Um he says drive down to Tucson on I-19 and take the Valencia exit. You'll see Big American flags. We're ready to hang up another one. Um and this video was first put up on Thursday. It's gotten 11,000 shares and 414,000 views. What? And this guy, his name is Michael Lewis Arthur Meyer, but he goes by his middle names, Lewis Arthur. And he's part of a group called Veterans on Patrol. Ostensibly, Veterans on Patrol does homelessness outreach, and they try and find veterans who are homeless and help them. It gets a lot more complicated than that. But back to Lewis Arthur. He says that he and his group, Veterans on Patrol, found this camp on Tuesday when they were looking for uh, veterans to look out, to do outreach for, and... Um, And then the Tucson Police Department came down and took pictures at the request. But he got the sense that Tucson PD wasn't really going to do anything about it. They just thought it was an abandoned homeless camp. Um, So he called a group called Arizona Border Recon, which is a militia group that was created to target people crossing the border. um, And they're armed. Um, And he said, Lewis Arthur said, that he called... Department of Homeland Security and DHS told him that there's no evidence of human trafficking, but nonetheless, he believes there is. So, this all this happened on Thursday. They put up a, a Facebook page to um, specialize on this operation, and on Saturday, there, I've been following the updates ever since. I've been watching their videos. So, on Saturday, VOP, Veterans on Patrol, Um, They put up a Facebook status that says that they've issued a notice of trespass to the U.S. federal government and a declaration of defensive war against the Mexican cartels, MS-13, and the Coyotes torturing defenseless children. Now, the only evidence they have to go on are some cords tied around a tree that they are convinced is a rape tree. Okay, so what you have told me
1: about the scene is the entirety of their evidence.
0: Yeah, and they, I mean... in later videos, they claim that they found like panties with blood on them and kids' toys, and but they they don't show that. Mm-hmm. They they show like a weird kind of underground crawl space with kids' furniture. They have a swing and um, some hair dye and the cords tied around the tree, and they th- oh that's the evidence they have for this is a, a child sex trafficking camp. So. On Saturday, uh, they, they post another update, that they remain in control of the area once controlled by cartels, and no child has been raped or imprisoned since they t- c- took control on Tuesday. Tomorrow, we advance further.
1: But when they took control, there was also no one there.
0: There was no one there. Okay. And they are also demanding an investigation related to the accusation that we staged this. We will fully c- cooperate. <laughs> As of this morning, there was another update. Pacific Time. uh, It's a video, and it's titled, Please Come Help Us. Um, Lewis Arthur says that Tucson PD told them to leave. He doesn't care. They're staying. Then the Facebook page posts a thread on 8chan, which is also known as Infinity Chan, and it was created because people were fed up with how 4chan was, quote-unquote, regulating speech. So this is like the worst of 4chan in a new uh forum. 4chan uh, classically always
1: censoring people for their offensive views. Clearly.
0: Yeah. I mean 4chan is where some of the internet's worst conspiracy theories originated. Pizzagate, which is related to this as it turns out. Um but I don't want to get too too ahead of ourselves because today around noon, uh Veterans on Patrol uh Alpha company put up another update. They write, okay, we are getting more messages than we can respond to. Some points to look over. One, yes, we are aware that Facebook is taking down our videos. Unfortunately, it's easier for them to take down than be a part of the solution. Two, everyone is asking how you can help. If you are out of state and can't get here, no worries. Just spread the word. Talk to anyone you can and keep everyone in your prayers. Three, if you are in state, we need people at location. Our guys are exhausted. We need manpower and those willing to help in the 110 degree temperatures. Those not... Afraid for whatever it is that may happen. Four, if you are a local and going out here, please bring water, ice, non-perishable food, protein drinks and snacks, tarps, flashlights, hats, etc. Otherwise, please send gift cards and gas cards to the following address. He gives an address, yada yada. Okay, just before 2 p.m. Pacific time, there's another update. And it's Lewis again, and he says, two guys got arrested for trespassing. So Tucson PD... I guess saw that this thing was getting out of control and they arrested two of these uh, veterans on patrol um, thing and Lewis is fuming he's really upset he says I'm not gonna risk any more of our staff getting arrested. <laughs> I've pulled off our digging team because they're they're digging in the ground oh and he wants God. people to send cadaver they wants he wants the police department to send cadaver dogs and they're not sending cadaver dogs. Oh. So now, he says, there's a, there's a tower nearby, and I don't know what the tower is for, but he says, myself and my staff will be on top of a 200-foot tower with weapons to defend ourselves, and we're stubborn sons of bitches. We'll stay up there. If you don't think that I'll stay up there as long as possible, you've messed up now. You want us to get angry to the point where we fire a shot at you and get violent. You just illegally detained a citizen. This is not just tyranny. You're in direct violation of the Constitution. No law enforcement. And then, so he says, he continues... God's got us. You'll see the American flag flying in distress. Please send help. Don't send Donald Trump or anyone else. We want our family. We, we just want uh, members of family and our ministry. Um, and then he says, you guys knew. You were complicit. Um, two hours ago, there's a new update, and it's Lewis again, but this time he's wearing a keffiyeh, and oh. he says... Said- <laughs> He says, oh my God. we remain code four. We've occupied the structure. We are completely unarmed. Okay, that's a change from <laughs> earlier. Uh, <laughs> and have no weapons. We are vulnerable to the cartels. We are begging everyone, everybody to get your asses down here. Um, He's we, just
1: like throwing any strategy to get people to show up at the wall that he can and none of them are sticking.
0: Yeah. He says, we have the equipment and the hydration to stay up here two weeks. Um, so He says, we're listening to the experts, we're not listening to the government. That's the last update I got. All of this has happened today. Okay. So, does this
1: remind you of anything, Heidi? Uh, The Malheur Refuge. Funny story, because Lewis Arthur was there. Oh, fascinating and (laughs) shocking. Yeah.
0: So, who is Lewis Arthur? There's a story from a local TV station in February of 2016, and it begins like this. A group that calls itself Veterans on Patrol has not filed paperwork to use the word veterans as it collects donations. Louis Arthur, a non-veteran, is one of the (laughs) men who has been leading veterans on patrol in the effort to set up homeless camps around the state. Volunteers patrol cities looking for homeless veterans. They bring them to their organized camps and try to find them more services. Last fall, he brought his operation to Tucson. Um, The camp is often staffed with volunteers wearing camouflage and openly carrying firearms. Arthur, it turns out, has been also attended anti-government standoffs at Bundy Ranch and Malheur Refuge. He said he went to de-escalate the situations. <laughs> but let's let's go back to he th- sounds very good at de-escalating. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets more interesting. But let's find out a little bit more about these homelessness camps. So in 2015, the Arizona Daily Star writes an article on the armed camps to ostensibly protect homeless people. Um, So no alcohol and drugs were allowed in Tucson's Camp Bravo and staff discouraged discussions of politics or race. Uh Um, Danny Barry, a homeless man who has stayed at the Santa Rita Park for the past four months, uh, disagreed that they were out there trying to help the community. Quote, they're trying to be something that they're not. They're trying to be law enforcement, Barry said. Veterans on patrol members walk around the park with a flag, sometimes armed with guns, Barry said. They show up around dusk and threaten to call the police. They need to just go, Barry said. They're vigilantes. So when Lewis Arthur went to the Malheur Wildlife Refuge in 2016, he actually got into a fight with some of the Bundy supporters. Um, According to the Phoenix New Times, he went to the Malheur refuge to quote, quote remove Ryan Payne one of the pro bundy militants in the compound who he claims is mentally unstable and to liberate women and children in the compound oh. there and at the time there were no confirmed reports of women or children inside the building
1: and so presumably he showed up armed and the people at the refuge were also armed
0: and they got into a physical fight oh. um According to an article in the Oregonian, Arthur's tension with Payne goes back years to the standoff at Clive and Bundy's Nevada Ranch. Both attended the standoff, and Arthur said the two were once friends, but the relationship devolved when Payne became radicalized and, quote, suicidal. Um, Arthur and his group erected a military-style camo tent across the street from the compound, symbolizing sympathy with the militants' complaints against the federal government and dissent to the group's standoff. So... You might be wondering how the local media is treating this event off this highway in Tucson, Arizona. Well, let's check in with Tucson News Now, the local CBS station, which has run a number of stories. Three oh, days ago, no. they toured the camp with people they called experts, um, who were just members of veterans on patrol. Oh, no. And asked whether it was a child uh, sex trafficking camp. Um the TV reporter goes into the underground bunker and is like, is this a child sex trafficking camp? With, with we the people
1: know. who are actively creating this story that it's a child sex trafficking camp.
0: Yep. Um, so the, their headlines were, Vet Group Discovers Disturbing Abandoned Camp. Um, and then on Saturday they ran another story, Group Wants Federal Investigation into Abandoned Camp in Tucson. Um. So then the NBC affiliate, KVOA, ran a story headlined, Homeless Camp or Child Trafficking Den? <laughs> and the TV reporter was on the scene, and the kicker, the thing that she she ended the thing with was, we don't know, but we'll find out and let you know. No! <laughs> no.
1: Um, oh, my God. The ABC- Wait, so... Uh- Maybe this isn't important, but was anyone interviewed in any of these stories besides the quote-unquote veterans who have started patrolling the area?
0: Um, they, the, Some of the TV stations reached out to police, and the Tucson Police Department said they weren't ruling out the possibility that it was a child sex trafficking camp, but they believed it's just an abandoned homelessness camp. Okay. Um, so the ABC affiliate ran a story headlined underground bunker possibly used for human trafficking of children found in Tucson. Um, Tucson police tells us they're not ruling out the possibility that it was used for human trafficking, but they believe the bunker is most likely being used as a homeless camp. So, if any of these stations had done a little digging on what this group is um, and the implications, they may have figured out that this... uh, the news of this camp was also posted on something called Our Great Awakening. Do you know what that is? No. It's the home of a particularly, um, how should I put this? It's like the monster of all conspiracies. Related that that's kind of come out of MAGA. Okay, like Pizzagate, Soros everything just combined into one home and so um someone posted uh basically a call for help about this what they call the arizona pedo camp um and it was originally posted on 4chan or eight chan. i can't tell and it begins tucson and on here again with an update on the child sex trafficking camp found on i-19 in valencia We're on to something huge here, Anons. Hundreds of us citizens have gone out to see the camp and we're finding more of them as we speak. People are trying to get cadaver dogs out here since the police and federal authorities are still refusing to investigate, even though we have more evidence on these sick bastards than you can imagine. From what we can tell, the camp had to have had four to six men operating it at any given time. A cartel member responsible for the camp showed themselves earlier and attempted to scare us off the property despite having no legal right to do so. So... It turns out the property is owned by uh, c which is a Mexican cement manufacturer. Uh, the This person continues, Anons, we have found combs with blonde hair in them. We have found boxes full of kids' toys and condoms. We may have even found graves already. Um... The local media is trying to spin this like we're making it up, and are actively working with the cartel members. K Nine, I'm talking about you. We need all Anons willing to help spread the word of this on any social media platform you have on an account using the hashtag Operation Backyard Brawl and hashtag Where Are the Children? Okay. Whew. So, our Great Awakening, as I mentioned earlier. Is the home to kind of like Pizzagate on steroids? It's devoted to um, an anonymous user named who calls himself Q. Oh, are you familiar okay. with this?
1: Well, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, tell no. You. I mean, not enough to not enough to explain it. Um, no, go ahead and tell us.
0: So, on our Great Awakening, I. I wanted to kind of download everything there is to know about Q so I could present it on this podcast. And it's totally incoherent, but I'm going to do my best to to try and explain who Q is. So on 4chan and 8chan, Q um, began posting these cryptic messages about national politics, national security, and this person claimed that they were a Q-level Clearance employee of the federal Government um, And Q level clearance Is something in the US Department of Energy That's akin to top secret Level clearance um, So according To a video on Our Great Awakening um, Anon so members of You know 4chan 8chan Other anonymous communities Decided to crank up stale twitter Accounts and to spread Q's message to the rest Of Trump's deplorables um, they think that Q has insider status because Trump's tweets, they say, appear to confirm Q's predictions. Um, and Q is always posting stuff about the Rothschilds, Soros, the House of Sod. Um, and he usually signs off as God bless patriots. And Q's posts or crumbs, as his followers call them, they kind of have a doomsday feel. And the reason that is, is because in October of 2017, around the time that Q or people claiming to be Q started posting, Trump did a photo op with senior military staff. And as the photographers were snapping pictures, um, Trump said, you know what this represents? The calm before the storm. And then reporters were asking, what storm is that, Mr. President? And he said, you'll find out. So there was a lot of speculation about what this could possibly mean. Most likely he was just kind of talking out his ass as he is wont to do. But, you know, these Reddit communities, these 4chan communities, these 8chan communities combined with Q's postings took it to mean that a storm is coming. And this storm, as explained by a QAnon phenomenon explainer video that was 29 minutes long that I watched. <laughs> um, this The storm has to do with... Okay, so first of all, you have to accept as a premise that the deep state slash the Illuminati slash a new world order slash wealthy sociopathic individuals have infiltrated our society and they control it. So there's like okay. this cabal of people and they control everything. Okay, um, check. But there's an alliance that exists to take down this cabal or take down the deep state. And Donald Trump represents the alliance. And the storm that Donald Trump was referencing is a sweep against the cabal. And the cabal includes the McCains, Clintons, Soros, etc. Um, and this is like the mother of all conspiracy theories because it combines stuff about Antarctica. So flat earthers. It combines stuff about Pizzagate, satanic sex abuse cults, Marina Abramovic. There's like tons of pictures of her. Um, some people believe that Q is Trump. Other people believe that he's in the White House, but no one really knows. Um, so people on our Great Awakening are all over this Arizona homelessness camp. This is all they can talk about. Um Lewis Arthur's video was also posted on a website called Bitchute. Have you ever heard of Bitchute? No. What is that? So like 8chan, Bitchute was launched as an alternative to YouTube because people thought that YouTube's content moderation policies were too severe. And, of course, right-wing extremists embrace this. Um. And on the bit shoot video, the description reads: "The Jewish Freemasonic complex stage fake events, fake news, and fake fights, and contrived bullshit mixed with sports and Kardashian garbage to hide the real facts of satanic pedophilia, unjust war, usury, and mass sacrifice murder that is going on in our country as they poison, rob, murder, and enslave you with their MK Ultra media." Wow,
1: that so, is everything.
0: Yeah. It's it's co- somehow combined all the disparate conspiracies that are like in our conspiracy into this one mother conspiracy that has to do with Donald Trump. Um, and you might ask, I mean, how big is this QAnon conspiracy stuff? How big is our Great Awakening? Can you think of any public figures who might be into Q? Roseanne Barr. Yes. So, yeah, well before she said that she said all those racist things about Valerie Jarrett, um, she tweeted last year, who is Q? And then said, tell QAnon to DM me in the next 24 hours. This is
1: before she got her show.
0: Yeah. By the way.
1: Yeah. Everybody knew what they were getting into uh, giving a
0: show. Yeah. Um, But this QAnon stuff kind of scares me, Um, and I'll tell you why. There are a couple of reasons. Aside from this potential standoff that may be developing on top of this 200-foot tower in the Arizona desert, um, any kind of conspiracy theory with a doomsday theme freaks me out. I feel like the, the conspiracy theories that end, that create events that end in tragedy usually have some sort of doomsday theme to them. Also... I found this cartoon uh, that was put up on Great Awakening uh, today, and the the person gave it a headline of "A Great Extinction Event Is Near," oh. ellipses media purge. Oh, and it shows all these uh, media organizations as uh, scared dinosaurs, like CNN, ABC, NBC. ISIS is also there for some sure. reason. Yeah, no. And just there are, another
1: media company.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there are these um, these asteroids coming down and the asteroids are Breitbart, Drudge Report, InfoWars. Oh.
1: Do you get it? Jordan it's Peterson. Like some of the media is outdated. Yeah. And then the new media is gonna replace it.
0: Yeah. But also I don't like the word purge. No. Um
1: uh, and like you kind of skipped over this, but you said it has Rothschild stuff. Yeah. Like clearly they are grabbing on to some anti Semitic totally. stuff and this anti immigrant stuff. Yeah. And pro gun stuff. And some of them just pretending to be veterans and some of them actually veterans. Yeah.
0: Apparently. Like playing cops. Playing cops. And Uh, For the stated purpose of saving children from sex trafficking rings. Right.
1: Yeah. I have not really understood why this is such a um, recurring theme in these circles, like with Pizzagate also. Yeah. Why they uh, really want to assign pedophilia in particular to like the Clinton family. I think there's like,
0: I don't know. If you're trying to stoke fear in people, there's no greater way to do that than act like people are coming for your children, especially if they're blonde haired children. Right. Like they said, we are finding yeah. blonde hair in combs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like that. Sa- it's satanic panic all over again. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, I do think like the fact that you notice that they're saying they found blonde hair is like a really telling sign, right? Yeah. Because they're, they're intentionally making it about the cartels, which is like feeding off of the paranoia they already have about immigration. And combining that with their, the left is actually a bunch of child rapists.
0: But it's weird because they say that they're not after quote-unquote illegal immigrants. Like they'll shel- they say that they'll shelter them, but they're against the coyotes and they're against the cartels. Right, but I don't trust them
1: to have any working sense of who's who. They claimed a person with a cartel ran them off the property when probably that was just, like, someone who worked for the concrete company. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) these are not really the people I want to trust with, like, deciding who gets to, like, pass through and who doesn't.
0: Yeah, the other thing that stuck out to me about um, this story that is currently unfolding (laughs) as we sit here (laughs) is that... As you know, and as some of our listeners probably know, there's been a lot of political debate over homeless encampments here in Seattle, and there seems to be, like, this political undercurrent that uh, these homeless encampments are endangering our children, too. Yeah,
1: and, I mean, another thing I was thinking when you were describing that is, like, so these people supposedly create, like, an armed protective force to keep people living in encampments safe, or they go out and they create encampments and then they patrol them armed to yeah. keep the people there safe. Uh, which I don't think is actually serving any need that people living in homeless encampments would ask for. I mean, it is true that people living outside are victimized um, and you know can be victims of violent crime, but I don't hear m- most people experiencing homelessness asking for vigilantes to be like surrounding the perimeter with guns. Yeah. That doesn't seem to make them any more safe. And you know, it's this is a tangent, but it's also like going out and finding homeless veterans is this particular brand of like bullshit that I hate, which yeah. is like you are the deserving poor and you right. are the undeserving poor. Totally. And so like we're gonna pass over like the person sleeping next to you because they are not a veteran mm-hmm. and you can come into this like shelter or encampment, right?
0: Yeah. And um, yeah, a court, based on the interviews that some newspapers have done with the people who have lived in these encampments, they've they've said this They'll was not them for me here. There are yeah. weird vibes. There's also this um, religious undertone to everything like Lewis Arthur posts these Bible verses. And, you know, when he said that he only wanted his family and his ministry to come up to the tower that he's on top of, it seems like there's some sort of religious theology there that I'm not I'm not really sure what it is.
1: Yeah, and I also just wonder what the end game is here. Like, I guess he would say he's trying to pressure the government to open an investigation into what's happening mm-hmm. or happened at this camp, but the police are not even writing off his wild theory. They're like, maybe. We can't rule it out that it's a child sex camp run by the cartels. Yeah. So... So he presumably will escalate again and again until, um, you know, constantly changing the goalposts for what the government is supposed to provide to answer his demands all while sitting on some tower in the desert, maybe with guns, maybe not.
0: Yeah. It seems like this guy is also kind of quick to anger and not, not really consistent. He also has a history. He was arrested, um, when after he climbed up a flagpole to try and bring attention to veteran suicide rates in Arizona, uh,
1: so something that like strikes me is, you know, when we talk about the Malheur occupation or the Bundy standoff, it's often in terms of this anxiety that they had about losing, not having control over their lands or like a sense that the West was too subject to government control or whatever. Mm -hmm. Also with a, you know, heavy undercurrent of racism, of course. But this is like, this feels like an an anxiety with no direction. Like these guys just sound uh, like they feel like the world is sort of shifting under their feet. And uh, so they're looking for like somewhere to direct all of that uncertainty or anxiety mm-hmm. and so they've picked like they've like created this s- sex trafficking thing out of thin air in order to give themselves some sense of purpose. It's like even less directed than the Bundy stuff somehow.
0: It's also interesting because all the Bundys wanted to do was to keep the federal government away. Like right. they wanted the federal government out of those lands. And what these guys are doing is they're upset that the government has not come down and secured a crime scene or investigated anything. It's like they want the government to do more. And, I mean, some of the rhetoric I saw around the homeless camps, they said, well, if the government's not going to provide people these services, we are. (laughs) Right. So they want the government to investigate uh, alleged crimes and they want the government to provide social services. Right.
1: They want, like, tough on crime social housing or something yeah they don't seem to have a clear ideology yeah surprise
0: (laughs) yeah but yeah last time i checked in with these guys they're sitting on top of a water tower in the arizona desert saying they can stay out there for two weeks um they say they're unarmed but they're not coming down this could change tomorrow i don't know wow This has been another episode of Trust Issues. If you want to send us story ideas, get into our DMs at Trust Issues Pod, send us an email at trustissuespod at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, we have trustissues.com.